0: Erev Shavuot. It's not erev Shavuot. It's erev erev Shavuot. Well, it's the last vod before Shavuot, or at least the last recorded vod before Shavuot. And hopefully over Shabbat and Shavuot, we're gonna get more and more yisoides. We have to around as much as possible for this unbelievable youngster. Okay. Today, I want to tell you a big aside. Alright? The aside goes like this. There's a Gemara in Shabbos on Daf Peches on the base. Okay? It says as follows. It brings a Pasuk Shir Hashirim. Levavtini <clears> Ahoti Chala Levavtini Be'ahat Me'inaych. That's the Pasuk. And the Gemara says, At first, it was with one eye, right? That's when you said, That when you keep the Torah, that's like seeing with two eyes. So I'm going to try to explain this very encrypted chazal. But I think there's a very big depth over here. You see, I wanna teach you the Yasid of how Maysa is and practically practicing Torah gives you a deeper understanding in the Torah itself. I mean the Livaftini Bahat which took place on Maim al Hasinai when Hashem opened up the Zion Rakyim and he showed them so much Unbelievable things, that's called opening one eye, the iron of your seichel, the iron of your understanding. There were, wow, seichel ha'iuni, right? But Hashem said that you'll have more clarity, like seeing something with two eyes, when you actually practice the Torah. Now in our brain, we don't see that. We see the understanding of Torahs with the brain, with the mind, all right? And then, meisim actions are just dry actions. You know how does that give you more havana, and more oimik, and more understanding in the concepts of Torah when it comes to a practical mitzvah, right? So now I am going to try to explain that to you. Okay, you ready, Sal? You understand what I want to tell you over here? I give you a mashal. Everything in life is based on klalim and protim. Got it, klalim and prat. So the Torah is full of klalim. There's a klal called the Afdal There's a klal called Enoid Milvadoi. There's klal of Hachanol Lefne It's millions of klalim in the Torah, right? And what happens is the klal in the Chochma. You have the klal in the Chochma, but the Maisa Mitzvah is the prat how that Chochmah will manifest itself in a specific You understand that? this is the general rule I'm going to explain everything don't worry stay calm in the abstracts, in the, in the abstract step it goes like this there's a klal and that klal is machayev certain mitzvahs and the mitzvah is the prat is the manifestation in such and such a way of that klal so the pratim come from Nevea. They come from the cloud. You understand that? Now I'm going to show you something, for example. But, but not only does the prot come from the cloud, by breaking down the cloud into the Pratim will give you a deeper understanding of the cloud. That's the idea, okay? So I'll give you a marshal, okay? Why is Shalom Bias so complicated? It's a very simple thing, bottom line. There's a rule in the Gemara that says what you don't like don't do to your friend simple what you don't like don't do it to your friend you like people to pay attention to you when you speak pay attention to someone else when they speak All Right? you don't like when people cut you off when you're in the middle of saying your thought don't cut people off when they say that so it's a simple zach you know what a simple zach means so you know what you like, and you know what you don't like, right? Don't do that to your wife. That's all, simple. So why is it complicated? So i give you a mashal, all right? You ever saw uh, two men, and that you for sure saw, two men having a conversation on a telephone, yes? So one guy's darshanin, and the other guy's silence on the other side of the line. Every once in a while, you hear the guy say, I hit. Yeah. But very, very little feedback. Almost sometimes you have to ask the guy, Are you still there? Right? Now, I don't know if you have experienced this, but if you ever saw two women on the phone, one talking to the other one, right? Wow, there's so much feedback. I can't believe it. It's unbelievable, right? Wow, such a tremendous amount of feedback. Every second, the woman number one is speaking. The woman number two is giving tremendous amount of feedback. Why is there such a difference between men and women in how they have a conversation on the telephone? Huh? So the answer is simple. Because by a man, it's sufficient for him to know that the other person is listening. He doesn't have to feel the other person is listening. He knows, intellectually. I call the guys on the phone. If I hear him every Mm -hmm. once in a while, you know, perk up. I know he's not doing something else while I'm talking to him. And that's good enough for me, right? But by a woman, she has to feel that the person is listening. So how do you feel it? Give it a lot of feedback, okay? Now let's bring it back home to the house. So you like that when somebody, when you speak, that someone should pay attention to what you're saying, and your wife likes the same thing, okay? But hey, don't be paying attention, so let's give you a scenario, right? Your wife is talking to you about things that do not take very much brain power. To, to listen to that, you know? She went here, she went there, she spoke to this one, she saw that one. Okay, very nice. tough, said it, right? Now, you have text messages coming in that also don't take that much brain power, so you figure you killed two birds with one stone, you know? You read your text messages, and you listen to your wife uh, speak, and then your wife says, why are you not listening to me? So I'm 100% listening to you. I can tell you every single word you said verbatim. balpè. Mila B'mila, it's not going to work. Don't try that trick at home. It doesn't work. Why? Because she says, you're not listening. Why? Because you're not giving feedback. If you're not giving feedback, she doesn't feel like you're listening. So as far as Torah is concerned, you are not listening. It doesn't matter if you think you're listening. In the world, of it doesn't make a difference. It has to be that she feels that you're listening. Otherwise, it's Keelah like you're not listening. Okay? And there can be hundreds of these uh, ideas. Hundreds of them. You understand? Chazal tell us, When you have something bothering you, if you want to relieve the pain of the thing that's sitting on your heart and your mind, speak to people. Just talking about it alone will relieve you the pain, right? Now, what a man may feel is something that's painful that needs to be spoken out. And what a woman feels is painful must be spoken out. It's two different things. So she's dashing to you about what was going on in her day, which she seems like not such a big deal, but she needs that day. And if you deny it, then you're causing her to be in pain, right? So it was simple. You also want people to listen to you when you're in pain, so listen to someone else in pain. But you have to be able to see how this is my desaniyach, how it's manifesting itself, right? So we gave you a cloud. The cloud is what you don't like. Don't do it to others. That's the cloud. But when you start to be minateach that klal into real-life scenarios, into asiyah. And now you realize the challenges of it, and you understand the Kodesh nefesh that people have, and you understand much more omik what that means. It's a much deeper understanding, you follow? So Mitzvah is taking the klal and giving you a mahal with them. And when you have to practically come up with a mahalach hachaim with your mitzvahs, then you understand the oymik of the chazal and the indian much deeper. So it's not just a behavior. It's a deeper understanding. Because Torah has to be lived in real life. Mitzvahs, Hashem was to us How to live the concepts in real life. Like if we have to be machli of Nasha. You think me and you would have thought of that, Amida, we should stand up and 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 like uh, put our feet together and bend over like Oni of Lefnei Pesach. We would have never thought of that. But the Chazal taught us that if you want to daher, Amida Lefnei HaShem, you need to go through these behaviors which manifest it and the challenges of it and chapping it and realizing the that a person is so selfish, and he has such a challenge to see and he needs to make that work. So it gives you a deeper oymik, not only a, a behavior, it gives you an oymik into the actual thing itself. And that's what we have to understand. The Goin says that the even though Taryag Mitz is a practam, the claw, meaning he says is a claw. Taryag is a prat. But there's even a bigger klal on top of us as The first two divras. Anoichi <speaking in> Hashem <Hebrew> Lekech, Eloi, Achirim is the klal on top of the klal. That means the way it works is you have klalim, pratim, and those pratim could serve as klalim for more pratim. And the goin says that there's billions of mitzvahs. And the Taryag is only the klalim for those pratim. That means studying the Torah and the behaviors of the Torah and now you have to have the amkis and play about in real life. And the Torah is governing every move you make and every thought you think and every word you say, right? So now you get much more amkis into the Sannefish, into the eight what, into what it means in the cloud, what's a necessity in the necessity of the cloud. That's all the protim, should be that are coming out from the cloala. You understand? Like for example, Hazal tells the cloud. Zeklav Golomotarib after Recha Kamaycha. Or Salam alaikum is a cloud entirely. That means that now you have to daher Salam alaikum in such a way that you should behave towards people as if they are the image of Hashem and how to deal with them in that way in the real life scenarios. When you go into the real life scenarios, the manifestation of the cloud that's where the Oymik starts to develop. So now we see that Torah Mitzvahs are not two independent things. You have Torah, which is the Seychel yuni And then you have the behaviors of the Torah, which is the Misa Mitzvahs. That's not what it is. The Goin says, and the Rambam says, that we have different kind of brains. We have a brain called Seychel yuni a seichel that can understand concepts, but it's not fully developed. Because then you have to apply another brain called seichel amasi, How to take the oymik that you have from your iyun and translate it into a practical work. You understand? You see sometimes people are very balicheser, right? they bali so they could do the maizah mitzvahs that are tully in the tuna of chesed, right? But when they don't have brains, then they end up hurting people with their chesed sometimes, right? They end up be trying to be a nice guy, but they make the guy feel uncomfortable, right? So what's your chesed without seichel, right? So if you have the havonah and the oymik in what chesed is and people, and then you're trying to practically use a certain ch- seichel, Ha-maisa, how maisa how 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 to bring it out maisa. in the Mahalakachayim that already takes brains. It's not just a, a manual that you follow what it says in the manual. That that's a that's a thinking process that's involved. We're going to there's three brains. We have seichel a uni, seichel Ha-ma'asi, and notes the third one? Seichel hamachshove. Seichel hamachshove is the type of seichel that you use for. And al for relationships, different things, right? So he breaks them down into three. But the point is that everything we do has to be connected to the original chokhma. Our doing is a manifestation and an application, and and, and figuring out how to apply the chokhma in a life, real life scenario, which gives you deeper understanding of yourself. Your surroundings, the concepts, that's what life is about, living within Seichel, Okay? Sometimes people know a lot of uh, Seichel Iuni, but when they live their lives in practice, you see that the Imamish Amaratzim Gemurim, practice, because mm-hmm. they're not able to see how their maisa, how to touch their maisa. Was there Maisa an act of giving, or was there Maisa an act of selfishness? Are you living the Drach Chochma in your Maisa? You're not living the Drach Chochma in your Maisa. You can follow Shochan Aruch. What does it mean? You have to get the the Oimik of the Klal and then see a Tahalich how to do it. So, for example, Tefillah is called Avoido. Avodah Shemaleh, Hachnot Hashem. It's, 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 but these are the actions and the speech and the approach that's supposed to bring the concepts down. So if you don't have the concepts and you're just doing the behavior, you're not going to hit the concept. And if you only have the concepts and you don't have the behaviors, then it's not going to be real in you. And it's going to be a very vague understanding. It's going to be a very abstract, theoretical understanding, right? So I need to figure out why by me standing in front of my shtender, right, with my feet together and a little hunched over with my arms like this, that's the manifestation of Hamidah Lefnei Hashem, you know? I have to to the havonah to it. Otherwise, it's just I'm a maizah koif ba'alma. I don't want a maizah koif ba'alma. And to sit and meditate about Hashem and, and, and what it means to be in the presence of Hashem, you don't have clarity until you have to actually work with it. So working with it gives you more clarity as into the concept itself. So your Torah and mitzvahs always have to be connected. The chokhmah, the Seychel Yuni of your Torah, has to be connected with the Seychel Masi of your Maisam. So it's one long tahalich of growth and, and being able that the chokhmah of the Torah shall live within you. You understand I don't know is such a deep and difficult subject and understand how to understand people and to respect people and to be ma'uidid people. You see, the way we work is we're very like, when it comes to others, we're very mature and practical. But when it comes to ourselves, we're like the most sensitive people in the world, All right? So we say, well, why do I have to give this guy a pat on the back And why do I have to return his phone call so quickly? And why do I have to answer his text message so quickly? Why is the guy such a baby? What do you think, baby? I'm busy. I'm not uh, trying to. All of a sudden, I become so practical, so mature, so, you know, like uh, such a, you know, but when it comes to myself... I have a, such a sensitivity and such a paranoia. And the second the guy looks at me the wrong way, I think, who knows what the guy's thinking and what he's this. And I called the guy, he didn't call me back. I thought I was chashev in his eyes, that he should at least call my phone call back. And then the guy called, doesn't call me. I call him three times. All of a sudden, when it comes to myself, I'm the most sensitive human being in the world. You understand? So... Well, but, but, but when it comes to someone else... No, so practical, so mature, receptors, right? So again, that's taking the chokhmah of understanding humans that the Torah to revealed to us in the parish of Menachavai, right? And trying to, to see how it manifests in the other guy's life. You understand? How to him, you know, it manifests in his life, right? So let's say to me, if somebody tells me, oh, you rabbi, you got a nice haircut, I really couldn't get to it, I promise you, right? So just because I don't care if someone says I got a nice haircut, doesn't mean the other guy doesn't care if I say I got a nice haircut, right? So I have to get the lumdus, the lumdus and the compliment, and, and then I have to understand people, and I have to understand that this is something that's, on this guy's level, means something to him, and then I have to go out of my box and do that. Oh, okay, that's Chochmah, you understand? That's chokhmah, and it's, a, and it's a deeper understanding of the concept of Ben Adel Haver. It's not a black and white thing. It means I have to put myself into your shoes. Like I'll give you another example, something called perception. Perception in the world of Ben Adel Haver is a reality, but that's depth. You understand? I'll give you a mosh, okay? So I used to have two kids, now they're older, but when they were younger, right? I had two girls uh, close in age, okay? Now one girl didn't really ask me for much, but whenever she asked for something, the thing that she asked for made sense, it was good. The other one asked a lot of things, and most of them are crazy, you know, it could be 12 o'clock at night, she wants a, a cup of soda with caffeine, right? Okay? But she's a kid, she doesn't cop, what's wrong with that question, right? So now they, they live in the same room, and they're very close in age, right? So it comes out, Nimsa, that the one who asks me a lot of things, and a lot of them are ridiculous things, most of my answers to her is no. The other child that doesn't ask for a lot, but asks for sensible things, most of my answers is yes. So what's the perception? Perception is, I like this one better than this. You follow? Even though it's not true. But in the world of ben Al that creates a perception. And then the kid will go grows up and says, my father doesn't like me. And then we have all kinds of bayot, you know? And then the father's scratching his head. Well, wh- wh- what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? This is Maisen B'Chol Yoyim. Because you have no seichel Hamasi. You're a dumbo when it comes to practicing... The concepts of the Torah, the Shote Gamur. If you cannot see how to practically create a matzah of Ben Adam and how to deal with that issue, in the you understand that's called Chasechel Maïsi. So you see that Maisa Mitzvus, Maisa Chinech, Maisa Ben Adam sim require taking the concepts of the Torah, understanding them, welding them, and seeing how to practice them in the real world. Ah! gadol. you understand? That's what we want to reach. We want to take... Torah and hashkafa, and understand it and try to visualize it in real-life scenarios, try to dissect what the what the mitzvah is trying to teach me. I have to think about my life, my personal life, the people that I deal with, the relationships I have. And then I'm living a Torah way. That's the idea of Nebav. Tini be'ahat The learning is e'hat me'naich It's one eye. But when it comes to doing it, when you're actually able to figure it out and see the practically how to apply it, that's a much deeper understanding. I have a diach and a sasharim like that too, but I don't remember the exact Lashem and so I don't want to take your time to leaf through it now. But believe that, I will show you a masil sasharim. Mamish desvort that how to take chokhmah and apply it to real life requires even more Seichel. And it's connected to the Seichel and the havana in the Indian. So we have to start training ourselves to live a life of Seichel, thinking. I'll give you one last quick Marshall before we close for the day. Okay? You have a guy. You see sometimes how your mice and mamamish steve to what you're saying in your brain, so you have, let's say, the mashallah father, okay, and he sits down by the Shabbos table with the with the parsha sheets, and you know, and this parsha talks about tzedakah and chesed, and he gives like, a big divar Torah, unbelievable, right? Talking about the Indian of stuff and chesed. But then comes Monday night, and he's meshulachim with the papers that are coming around, you know, knocking on doors. And the father doesn't want to be bothered with all these guys knocking on doors. He tells the kids, Shh, make believe no one's home, you know? The guy goes to the next house. So what's the meta communication of that thing? The meta communication of that thing is Stuyot is adrosha that he just gave. You understand? He didn't put that together. He didn't put together the two things. You understand? You can give drushes in the Chokhmas at for and tomorrow, but at your Shabbos table, what do you talk about? Talk about people? You don't talk about people. Talk about this guy, how much money he has, that guy, how much money he has, what, bhaji, ja, ja, ja. So, it's a steward to all your ashkafas. But you didn't see how your behaviors is a manifestation of your brains. We need to get the eun of the Torah and figure out how to get it into the mysum. That's the key thing. So I think that's a very important lesson before Ch- Chag Hashavuah, because when we come into Kabbalah you, we are trying to say to the Rebbein Shalom we're not only going to learn in the Seichel Iyuni we're going to learn how to practice it and learn how to use our brains and how to practice the Chochmah. And therefore we'll get much more clarity when it comes down to behavior. Understand? Okay, we will stop here today.